Ah, nice. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to have an actual therapy session today. Uh, this is Star Trek Europa. I am your host, as always, uh, Jeff Harvey. And uh, you can find me at Studio Tembo and all the places and all the things. We'll get more of that uh, at the end of the introductions. In the meantime, let's go ahead and get to those so same introductions uh, with Brian. Go ahead and start. Uh, I am Brian. I am playing uh, uh, Ensign Yezabeth Hage, amongst other characters. Uh, I am not on the internet. You cannot find me. Do not try. <laughs> all right. Um, Kendall, go ahead. Hi, I am playing, um, Ken- I'm, I'm sorry, I'm Kendall. I am playing, um, Commander Eleanor Brooks. And, um, Kendall. Yeah, I'm Kendall playing Kendall. That would be very confusing, more confusing than it already is. <laughs> that is the way. mirror episode. <laughs> yeah, it is funny this way. And you can find me at places at Kendall the Elemental. If you cannot find me at places with that name, you should not be finding me there. Fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. Evelyn, go ahead. Hi, I'm Ev. You can find me on TikTok at Caffeinatrix. You can also find me over on St. Pete by Night. On Twitch, I am playing Dr. Dasave Oneit, who is back in her medway bed, but med, fucking hell, can't talk. Her medbay where she belongs. Just can't use words is all. No, no words. That's all right. She's telepathic. She doesn't need to talk. Fine. Right. Yeah, who needs words for a podcast? Right. Exactly. Totally overrated. Jack, go ahead. Yes, hello, I am Jack. Uh, you may know me from my own channel, perhaps uh, from, from a ways back. I have my own channel over at twitch.tv slash the people's ascension and order over at Twitter at PPLS Ascension uh, because the whole thing doesn't fit. And of course, you can find me on YouTube if you search in the search for, search bar for the people's ascension. Uh, and if you like what we do, go hit that like so I can get a nice fancy URL so I can tell people you can just go to youtube.com slash the people's ascension we're we're very close we're very close uh but i focus on showcasing all kinds of other new games up and coming games indie games and most importantly teaching games in my series uh rpgs uncovered a series dedicated to showing just how quick and easy it can be to learn a new TTRPG. and i am very excited for my newest upcoming collab project not on my channel but over on twitch.tv slash tales from the tabletop i will be working with the lion knight uh a great guy and we will be premiering our scp game i believe you can see over here up in my box uh a crumbling foundation an scp themed actual play premiering november 14th at 8 p.m est that is next monday and i am super excited for that uh, for other news, you know, come hang out with me on Twitter or on my Discord, and I will drop my links shortly. But for now, we are in space. We are in the Federation. We're playing some Star Trek Europa, and I will be Captain Ronnie Ambrose and Secret Agent Tong and all kinds of other characters who certainly don't have any problems. <laughs> We're all no completely problem. normal and fine. Everything's fine. All right. I am, as I said before, your host, and the game master for today's session, Jeff Harvey. And you can find me at all the places uh, that are Studio Tembo. I am on Twitch and Twitter and uh, TikTok and all the things. Uh, also, um, if you'd like to join us in discussions, we are on Discord. And you can find that link in the link tree that I have posted in the thing over there, the chat that was supposed to show up on the screen uh, for those of you watching, but it is not. And I don't know why. I thought I fixed it. I didn't. Um, yeah, I lost my brain. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, do a quick recap of where we last left off. Today's going to go great, guys. Oh, I know. 
I, I have, I have been burning myself out. Uh, this is my long week at work. So I have been burning myself out trying to get homework uh, done, trying to get stuff for the game done. And then we've been busy because it's a full moon weekend, which I know they say isn't real, but it's absolutely. No, real. It's, it's, it's real. real. It is. You know, I, I believe a lot of things. I don't believe a lot of things. Uh, and it was a I, I, yeah, no, I absolutely a thousand percent believe in, in full moons. That is. Anybody who's worked in medicine, mental health, you know the thing. Child care. Kids go all weird. Anyhow, uh, recap. So we made it back to Starbase 24. Um, Pong, Ladal, Silva. Free from the med bay. Um, Tong said he hit his head on, the, on a power conduit. Delphine definitely believed him. Um, the captain and, and Asabi talked about Kezbeth and their disagreements on whether or not she should be promoted. Uh, we interrogated... The guy whose name is M and isn't Martok or Admiral Mendek. Admiral Mendek. There we go. Somewhere in here. Also, I did uh, fix the chat. Thank you. <laughs> Continue though. Um. Okay. Um. Hannah and Kendall had a really good conversation about family, and Ken kind pushed some push some buttons a little bit, pushed Kendall out of her comfort zone a smidge. Um, so we got kind of a lowdown on what was going on with Romulus and the RSE versus the Tel Shiar. Found out uh, that Koshari is yeah. Um, Word. But we knew she was captured. <laughs> She's the granddaughter of. Yes. Creator. Is it? He's the creator. Creator. Yeah. Sela is the proconsul. You yeah. have to. You have to know your your um your Romulan history to understand the Romulans. The Roman yes. history to understand your Romulans. <laughs> Um, it did seem like the Admiral had more to say, um, but couldn't couldn't quite get that out of him. Fox will finally get the hell of our ship. Goodbye, sir. Farewell, wherever the hell you are, far away from us. Al Peterson, goodbye. <laughs> um, we met new Commander Brooks. She and the captain had a fun little exchange back and forth. Um, she shared that she, during the Dominion War, she was part of the medical away missions to retrieve the fallen soldiers. Um, and she plans to do some bike workups on our perfectly normal Everything's Fine crew. <laughs> and then... Just as we thought it was going to be a nice, quiet ending. Silva 
exhausted from a long mission and an interrogation, made her way to her quarters. When she walked in, the lights wouldn't turn on. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly she found Thomas, dun dun dun, sitting in a chair. Um, he told her, I'm glad to see you've made it off the planet. I think we should have a talk. That I think we should for combat. And we faded to black. I believe I have a note that says we are picking up with a chase through the, through the ship. Maybe. I think I have a better solution. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wasn't necessarily intending on Silva, like, you know, ratting him out, but that's I, right. I have a. I, I, I do want to clarify she wasn't like immediately calling for help. She was brushing against it to activate it while they talked. Right. Just so that yeah, you know, just in. straightening your uniform. Okay. Yeah. 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 She was like crossing her arms, you know, do, pulling, pulling one of those. And I'm happy to do a roll if you want me to do that uh, it, sneakily. It won't make a difference. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Um, so Thomas is in your room. It is pretty dark. Um, there's the only the light coming from the station through the windows. Um, cause you know, it's black in space, even though there's always light in the room for some reason. Um, but there is light coming in from the station nearby, uh, as you guys are still at Starbase two, three, four. Um, and Thomas is sitting in a chair near your uh, near your data console, um, but there are no lights on in the in your room. There's no the console isn't on the light the the um, even the lights on the um, replicator are off at the moment. So there is no lights, no no energy going through the system through the systems in your room at the moment. Okay. Um, you can give me a quick, well, you won't need to do that yet. Um, Thomas looks at you and says, well, as I said, I'm glad you made it out. I believe that you and you and Tong seemed to be a, a you and Lieutenant Tong appear to have been an excellent choice. I'm glad you made it out too. Uh, you, uh, it's n- not just any lieutenant who can uh, survive in a Romulan prison by themselves. I wasn't there as long as I might have. I wasn't there as long as some of you were. Well, uh, I hope you don't hold it against us that we left without you, but we figured uh, we figured you could take care of yourself. Absolutely not. I, I have told nothing against you. I do suspect, though, that um, your ingenuity may be provided you with additional information that Intelligence could use at some point. I'd be, happy to, I'd be happy to report to Starfleet Intelligence. Excellent. But something tells me that that wouldn't be through you. Any information that is provided to Starfleet Intelligence will make its way to me eventually. Well, then I guess you got nothing to worry about. I don't. The reason I stopped by, though, was because I wanted to, I suppose, gauge, gauge your interest in a future endeavor. As I said, you performed well. I swear to God, if this is how you asked me on a date, uh, I worry about your romantic life. I don't have a lot of time for romantic lives, but um, I wouldn't be opposed to a coffee. I'll pass. Fair enough. 
You didn't answer my question, though. You're going to have to give me more information about uh, this quote-unquote future endeavor. Well, I don't have any at the moment, but if you'd like me to reach out when I have some, a job that might fit you well, then I will. Otherwise, this will be the last time you ever see me. Unless, of course, you change your mind about the coffee. You know, I'm willing to listen, but uh, something, something back on back on my planet, the colony I grew up. There was a certain type of fish that resembled a, an underwater uh, leaf, and when you, if you, as long as you moved slowly enough, it didn't bite you. But if it thought for for a moment that you were bigger than it, it would uh, chomp on you and never let go. I don't know if I'm. I don't think. I suppose that's just my my way of saying I don't trust you. Nor should you. But at some point, I may earn that trust. The way to do that is to give me more information. And until that, I don't think we have much to talk about. Well, perhaps I'll reach out again sometime. As I said, I'm happy to listen. In the meantime, I'll simply be the leaf waiting for its nearby victim. You'll excuse me. And he gets up and walks into your other bedroom, your bedroom for some, well, the other room, not necessarily your bedroom, but the other room. (laughs) And you hear the transporter go off. Mm. Also, then when he's once he's off and you hear the transporter finish, uh, the lights on your console and your uh, uh, replicator come back on. Okay, uh, I would like to. I would like to uh, come. The, I, w- I would like to talk to the computer, sure. and I would like to have it isolate his voice protocols to do a uh, search for. Uh, to do a to do a search by vocal records uh with starfleet to try to see if i can identify who he is okay right. um yeah go ahead and give me a quick um some sort of role that would apply effectively to there uh maybe uh security um insight yeah that'll work okay I like that um and i would say that eva can assist so if someone wants to roll for the ship Great. Yeah, I will. I will. I will message Eva, or I will. I will. I will say to Eva, uh, "Did you get that, Eva? Need your help isolating that voice. Want to find out who this Thomas really is?" I will do what I can. Somebody got that on the ship, there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, what are What is the ship rolling? Uh, it would probably be science, because everything is science. Science. Um. <laughs> Computer science? I think computers and science would work best, yeah. Yeah. Or communications actually could be an okay one, but computers is probably better. Uh, does my focus in espionage play? Yeah, I would say it would. Okay. Also, welcome, is- to, welcome to chat, Panish. What's that? Two, that is two successes. Two successes. All right. Um, Eva responds with, after searching the compile databases for voice recognition i do find a ensign 
in Starfleet Academy approximately nine years ago. His record has been expunged beyond his uh, acceptance into Starfleet intelligence. Hmm. Great. Uh, I think it's time we let the captain in on in on this, don't you? Uh, prepare a report. Uh, letting the captain. Uh, I'm going to write up a report. Uh, could you please prepare a report for me to sign off on to let the captain know about this situation, see how he wants to move forward? I will do my best. Thanks, Eva. Of course, Lieutenant. And can you, can you do me a favor? Just scan the room for bugs, just in case. God, I'm feeling paranoid now. Stand by. I'm detecting no additional listening devices in, stay, in, in your ship at this, in your quarters at this time. Your comm signal is now back, is, has been restored. All right. Thanks, Eva. That seems like a good place to wrap up the scene. Yeah, let's go ahead and do our introduction, our uh, credit, or whatever they call this thing. mention what forcing you to talk about your feelings oh yes forcing forcing your feelings all right um thank you for following us thank you for following us through the uh introduction um the next scene we have is going to be uh dr dasavi onet and the new executive officer who has replaced dr dasavi onet as first officer uh, commander eleanor brooks i assume this will be i don't know do you want to for Commander Brooks, do you want to have this be in like your room, in your uh, your specific office, or do you want to have an office set aside specifically for counselor stuff? Um, I'd like to have an office specifically set aside for counseling stuff, so it'd be easier for her to separate. Sure. What she's doing. Right. So we'll office assume that it hours is there. Pretty. It's a pretty cat. Mm-hmm. It probably a pretty uh, comfortable space. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can describe it beyond that if you want to, but yeah, we'll start there. Yeah, just a comfortable space. The lights are kind of dim, so that's not too bright. And it's just a place that's kind of easy to talk in. But you won't fall asleep. <laughs> Not playing light jazz or anything. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> that's Koba's job. He's going to fall asleep during this. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, go ahead. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Nasabi. Of course, Commander. How can I help you? Oh, I was wondering if you would um, be willing to be my first to, to submit to the uh, psychological evaluations. Certainly. Happy to Lead the help chart. you in and set a good example. I appreciate that. Please take a seat. Come in and make yourself comfortable. And she'll sit across from her. Got like a sketchbook in hand. 
So, Dr. Dasavi, how long have you been serving on this ship? This ship? Since she... Well, since she first left... PS9? No. Narendra? Now I don't know. I'm not oh, sure. why? I'm not sure where you joined. I think you joined at Narendra. Right. Right, right. And you've been enjoying your time around here so far? As much as one enjoys service, not... You can, you can say no. It's okay. Enjoys oh. is the right word. What uh, you, what's the right word? It's it's a duty. Mm-hmm. It is a privilege, not only to serve in Starfleet, but to serve upon one of her flagships. Um, but it's not exactly a pleasure cruise. It's work. It's difficult. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. So it satisfies you. Yes. Which part of it do you do you find the most satisfying about your work here, or the and the least satisfying? Huh. Well, the least satisfying you have relieved me of. Not that. Not that I didn't appreciate the faith the captain has in me or serving at his side, however. I was never meant for the bridge. I'm much better suited to the med bay. Uh, and that sort of work and that sort of thing. So the captain asked me a very intriguing question after you left, and I found it constructive. Where were you during the war? I was serving aboard processing. You should have known this question was coming. <laughs> I should have. Um, but, you know, I've been doing a million and one things this week as well. So much has happened. <laughs> it happens. So much happens all the time. I was serving aboard the Hephaestus, um, which was a an ambulance of sorts. Yes. And how did you feel there? It's okay to be blunt. Oh, it's a complicated question with a complicated answer. 
Well, let's hear all of it then. It doesn't need to make sense. Yeah. I was able to do a lot of good. I was able to save lives in both the literal sense and in the more ephemeral sense. Mm -hmm. The captain himself is quantify things. One of my most proudest accomplishments. You saved his life. I did. And not only that, but allowed him to continue doing what he excels at, and I presume enjoys, for lack of a better word. Being able to do that Mm -hmm. gave me a sense of purpose that I had to do it. No. That it had to be done is tragic. That I was able to do it, I'm grateful. So you find a satisfaction out of being able to serve? Yes. It was difficult to not be... Mm -hmm with my family on Beta Z, especially but luckily they were unharmed. Well I guess not entirely. Oh. Did you lose someone? I think she lost herself. In a way. Oh. That's not my story to tell. Okay. Now, this is going to seem like an odd question in relation to what you've said so far. But outside of your ability to serve and your ways of serving of it, what do you like about yourself? Hmm. I've been in Starfleet so long, that's not a question I've thought about in a while. Yes, I found many officers don't really think about themselves as individuals very much anymore. But they have to be treated as such. Because you may be a cog in this very massive machine, but you are a machine yourself. And you have to be able to treat yourself accordingly. You have to know what you yourself are good at outside of serving the whole. Well... What parts of you do you enjoy that are not in service to others? 
You don't have to answer me today. I know that can be a tough question sometimes. But it is something I would appreciate you thinking about. I don't know the last time I did something that wasn't in service to Starfleet or my family. I used to knit. What did you knit? All sorts of things. Scarves, hats, sweaters. Were they any good? Yeah, we're bad. What were your favorite kinds of yarn? If I can ask. I know that can be an odd preference sometimes. Are there different kinds of yarn? There, Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> There's a small planet not far from Beta Z that has this little grazing animal. Can't for the life of me remember what it's called. But its wool was softer than a chinchilla fur. Hmm. was like coming home and to a fire on a cold winter's day. That sounds delightful. When was the last time you knit? Couldn't tell you. Okay. I'll add that onto your homework. Sorry, Captain, can't make the meeting. Commander said I have to go knit. No, you can take it with you. Oh. <laughs> I've seen many people talk and knit. True. But I've also seen them lose their filter when they knit, so that can be a hit or miss from what I've seen. How are you feeling right now? Contemplative. Is it because I'm making you think of yourself as a person or you're realizing that you're more than just a certain? Realizing that I haven't thought of myself outside of to be honest, outside of Starfleet in a very long time. Having my daughter on the ship made me reminded me that I am also a mother, but Dr. Oneyat has been my identity for so long. And what are your thoughts about your daughter? 
How do you feel when you think of her? Pride. Concern. Mm -hmm. Hope. What are you proud of of her? She's a phenomenal young woman. She's bright. She's kind. She's resilient. So brave. And is that what makes you worried? In a sense. And what makes you worried? I worry that she thinks she has to keep that up. That she isn't allowed to... not be brave and not be resilient. Have you ever let yourself not be brave or resilient? There have been moments. Have you done those in front of her? Certainly not. Then how will she know? You can't expect someone to be vulnerable in front of you without first exposing it yourself or being a professional. The smile. But what gives you hope about her? Everything. She's she's always excelled at at everything. She's she's very driven. Mm-hmm. That sounds familiar. Well, she takes after her father. Oh, I'm sure. Not a bit of her mother's stubbornness in her, is there? No, not a single bit. <laughs> it sounds like you have a lot of faith in her. I do. I just hope she knows that. Have you told her? I have. I don't know if she believes it but I have. Have your actions told her? I would hope so. When she does something, do you trust her to do it or do you double check her work every I trust her to do it. 
And then it's on her to trust you. Do you trust her? I do. In what way? In her own decisions, in her own decisions, in how she works, in how she chooses to be around people, with yourself, with others. Trust can be time and place. The amount of it can change. As I said, she's she's quite capable. She's very bright. Mm-hmm. Now, I do believe I have a couple of appointments coming up, but I would like to follow up with you. Of course. And um, I will. I am establishing office hours. They will be up eventually, I promise. But I do have homework. I want an answer to that question I asked earlier. I want to know what you like about yourself that is not in service to others. And I want you to start a knitting project. Yes, sir. And if you want extra credit, a few uh, hours on the holiday. I can't remember if this ship has one, but... Oh, yes. State of the art. Okay. Well, then some leisure time on the holodeck. No training. She will nod and salute. Mm-hmm. Head out. Excellent. Um, on the bridge, uh, Ambrose and company are doing their, you know, duty shifts and whatnot. Um, when, uh, let's see, up there. Let's see. Elizabeth for sure. All right. And it's on the bridge. Nice. Um, so yes, Beth and, and, uh, uh, Ambrose are on the bridge. Um, just doing typical duty stuff when uh, a long range communication, a distress signal comes in. Oh, imagine Mills is there too. Yeah. Who, who do you think is the officer of the watch currently? Uh, my guess is that this is something that Yezabeth would probably respond or would, would, would have at her station. Yeah. But who's, when I say officer of the watch, like who's on the right. Who, uh, well, the captain's on the bridge, so it would be him technically. Oh, okay. I missed that. Uh, yeah, she'll say, oh, captain, um, I'm getting a distress signal. Uh, do you want me to put it on? Sorry, I was muted. Yes, put it through. <laughs> I think he got muted. Um. You punch it up and on on screen comes, oh, you know what else who could be on this this uh since the first officer is currently otherwise occupied is uh Sewell. Sewell is the comm department, right? Yep. Uh-huh. All right. Then they should probably be the one receiving the message. Yes. Too late. Already started this. <laughs> she <laughs> should have, but was busy doing something like Tetris. Yes, uh, that's taking initiative. <laughs> yes, but taking initiative, that's right. Um 
So on the screen comes uh, uh, a somewhat familiar, but not super familiar Frankie face. Um, uh, and uh, there's some fire around him in the background. And the screen is a little bit shaky and some static coming through. This is, oh, hang on. I scrolled past his name. This is Damon Lupek of this Frankie Freighter Lupex Latinum. I am under attack by Packleds again. Where is the Federation? See if we can get a fix on this ship. Uh, Damon Lubeck, uh, this is Captain Arani Ambrose of the Europa. What is your current status? As I said, we, we are being attacked by Packleds. They're shooting at me. Getting a fix on your location now. We will be with you shortly. Thank you, Starfleet, and hits the button. You can see him, like, gesture strongly towards the button. Um, it does not take you long to figure out where they're at. They're not that far. Um, get there in a couple minutes at warp five. Um, but yeah, you have a couple of seconds to do what you guys want to yeah. do. We, we don't need to rush for Ferengi. Warp five. Warp five. I mean, you could do warp seven to make it look like you're trying. Impulse. <laughs> yes. We'll be there in a few years. Damon, don't worry, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. We'll get there when we get there, Damon. I think we're going to Red Alert Battle Stations. Yes. Uh, Red Alert, Warp 7. Let's get some scans on this pack led ship, see if it's the same one we fought before, and what kind of new toys it, they've, uh, they've installed in the meantime. All right. Shall, shall I do it? They get attacked a lot, don't they? Kind <laughs> of their lot in life. What were we going to say, Brian? Uh, that just means they're living life to the fullest. Um, can I go ahead and do a uh, sensors roll to kind of get it, get the get the measure of the, the the situation? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and give me a sensor roll. The ship can help, uh, and then you can do a gain information and possibly gain advantage if you have enough uh, momentum. Okay. Sensor security for the ship. Um. Yeah, that'd be fine. Ship didn't do no good. That three for otherwise. So you have three. The difficulty is just default two. So you have one momentum. Um, that is enough to get you questions uh, and not enough to get you the advantage. You well, uh, I do get bonus momentum i got i got uh i got uh one bonus momentum from dedicated focus plus we have high resolution sensors which also grabs grants us a question uh, an additional bonus momentum right all right so you've got three you could use two that are momentum like that are bonus momentum. you could use two to get your advantage coming into it and you still have one question but you get what you do see though uh, before you ask your question is uh it appears to be the same pack led ship uh run by Ugek. Um, who we probably don't remember his name, but that's what it was, you geck. Um, uh, it doesn't appear to be substantially upgraded, at least nothing you can see outwardly. It does have an unusual number of chronotons uh, uh, on and around its hull, um, leading it probably may be equipped with a clothing device now. Captain, I'm getting indicators that the Packled may sh ship may have a cloaking device installed. That is worrying. You do have one question, and you can use the two momentum if you want to to either ask two more questions after that or use them for your advantage. Um, 
is uh, is the Packlet ship um, uh, I'll do the advantage and then uh, I'll, I'll ask the question is the Packlet ship uh, it, did it look does it look like the Packlet ship attacked uh, unprovoked like is there any uh, da- battle damage on the Packlet ship um, there is some damage on the Packlet ship but uh it's pretty minor. The, the, the Ferengi freighter is not well equipped. Um, if they were going hunting for pack leads, they were being really stupid. Sure, um, sure. The okay. Ferengi ship is also as before, very, very close to the border, the Romulan neutral zone border, um, kind of skirting in between Klingon and uh, Romulan space heading towards the, um, the expanse. So they're, they're making it very, um, they're making a very tight, uh, path and if the pack leads as it had last time came from the Romulan neutral zone um because they came from uh last time they came from the neutral zone and then retreated across the neutral zone um mm. so if they if if they're following the same pattern it's likely that they were ambushed in that fashion the oh. you were so so it actually fat figured out i actually do have another bonus momentum from my operations manager position mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to ask the question: uh, Do the um, do, do the Ferengi look like they were com- doing any crimes? Is there any indication of crimes in the area? There's nothing that you can get on sensors. No, um, their That's hull a- their hull still has that um, uh, that sensor dampener um, technology, uh, so you can't really tell from the dis- this distance if there's anything on the ship. Um, mm-hmm. but there doesn't appear to be any kind of yeah last time they had like the snake people in the yeah they, they were transporting refugees okay. quote unquote good i just wanted just wanted to check for crimes you never know what's very yeah, yeah. Uh, such a trusting soul you <laughs> he trusts Ferengi to be Ferengi. Yeah. yeah and commit crimes uh, tong is committing a crime right now you know it is <gasps> Just down into Jeff- Jeffrey's tube, taking the ship apart, grabbing whatever he can. Yep. <laughs> Eavesdropping on everybody. Good on your tongue. Good on your tongue. So, uh, with that information, what do you guys want to do? You have time, you have a round or two before you jump into it. Um, uh, if you don't want to spend time doing that, we can just jump right into it. Let's see if we can isolate the source of those chronotons, see if we can get a pinpoint on where this potential cloaking device is. If they have one, I want to render it inoperable. So when you plop out, when you plop out of warp, when you drop out of warp, uh, you can see the scene. The Ferengi ship is taking some, some significant damage. It's not like life support still active. Like they're not going to need, you know, tons of overhaul or anything, but they're definitely being attacked. Um, you get like a distinct impression, Ambrose, that the Packlids are less trying to destroy the ship or anything like that than they are just kind of tormenting the ship they're they're not attacking any specific locations they're actually it almost seem to be going out of their way not to be hitting vital systems um mm. yes Beth, go ahead and give me a roll uh yes Beth, or i guess mills could do it um a roll t- to uh figure out where the targeting system to target that system what was it probably, okay if you're gonna fire on it it would probably be uh mills, mills. We might want to start with a um, warning. Probably. Yeah. No. 
I imagine all of this is happening at once. Pretty much. So yeah. So let's I, have. Let's, I I would say yeah. Open open communications to the Packlet ship while Mills is for action economy's sake. Let's have Mills. Let's have uh, Yezabeth make the roll to determine the location. Then Ambrose can talk. Mills can shoot uh, if necessary. So so okay. go ahead and make the roll, Yezabeth. So this sounds like a scan for weakness roll. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, I forgot to open my Adobe cheat sheet. So that's control plus science. The ship aids with securities plus sensor. Uh, we do not have any momentum, do we? Have we two, have one. two momentum from the last session, but I should have deleted it did not. I will spend one of them. Does my sensors focus apply on this? Yes. That is six successes. Nice. Uh, difficulty is two, so you do detect that, and you get uh, four additional momentum. Um, it appears as though the cloaking device is of uh, Klingon design. Uh, that looks like a that looks like a Dakar class cloaking device. It, they must have taken it from someone, I guess. Interesting. Previously, they were using mostly Romulan devices, if I remember correctly. That is correct. I guess pick. I guess pickers can't be choosers. I suppose so. Though that opens up extra problems. Or maybe they bought it from somewhere, or stole it. Black market's got everything. Oh. House of Duras is collaborating with Talshiar, correct? Either way, get a lock on that system. I want to be able to fire on it should they decide to run. Open communications. There. Yes, Captain. And she'll open communications to the... Packlets. Packlets. Um, the Packlets come on screen. Uh, it is the same gluttonous Ubek that you, or Ugek that you saw before. Captain Ugek of the Pack-led ship, this is Captain Irani Ambrose. Once again, you are in violation of Federation space and firing on a guest in our territory. Desist immediately. A guest in your space? We did not know. We will stop. We will stop shooting them. Stop shooting them. Ambrose, you are the captain they were looking for. I'm glad we found you. There are better ways to get Starfleet's attention than firing on vessels in Federation space. I just do what we're told. They found you. It's good. At which point, uh, there is a decloaking uh, warbird not too far from you. Oh. Different they. Different they. The warbird. uh, is just outside of uh, the neutral zone. This is technically disputed territory between the Romulans and the Klingons, not Federation, but it's pretty close to Federation space. I'm going to show you where it is on the, on the map if anyone wants to see. I'll put you over here and then show you. I have to go to it myself. Um, but you're kind of like in this area here 
Okay. So, but they have crossed the neutral zone. They are not in, yeah, they have definitely crossed neutral zone. They are in that disputed territory that is potentially Klingon space. So So we're not in Federation space. It's it's also Federation disputes. So, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the the treaty says they can't cross the neutral zone uh, without. Yeah, so the, the treaty is, that is correct for the treaty prior to the, the Dominion War stuff. Um, it's a little bit more lax now, but yeah, you could certainly cite that they should not be across the zone. Yeah. They do not hail. They've just decloaked. They're also not doing anything else, but they are they do have weapons, ra- they have shields raised, but no weapons at the moment. Lieutenant Sol, in, or uh, Lieutenant Tana, is that, who, uh, is that who I'm talking to, correct? Yes. Our new, yes, Lieutenant Tana uh, invites our new Romulan friends here into this call. Yes, Captain. And she will um, hail the uh, wrapping unit ship. Um, it takes several long seconds before you get a reply. Um, the Romulan ship messages, there's a signal that goes over to the uh, pack led ship as well uh, is an encrypted message, but you definitely detect that a message goes to the backlit ship. Um, and then on screen, I did not get an image of this person, but um, on screen comes a, uh, a heavy set middle-aged uh, male Romulan in uh, commander's attire. It's the typical, you know, big shouldered um, fleet regalia. It's not, you know, they're not, Tell Shia or anything like that. Um, greetings, Captain. This I I am Commander Taven. I see that the Packlets have gained your attention. Yes, they mentioned that somebody was looking for us, and then serendipitously you showed up. I can only assume they were referring to you. I will tell them, I will tell you what I told them. There are better ways to get our attention than firing on We did ships. good. We found him. We found him good. At which point the, uh, the pack led turns off his camera and uh, ESFF can detect it. I guess about the Andy Mills can detect it. The pack led ship is moving on. Should we be letting them go, Captain? There are many ways to gain the attention of a Starfleet captain. In this particular instance, I wanted to see how you would react. I thought it would be a good test of character. I believe I react as any Starfleet captain would in this instance. A distress call was received, shots fired in Federation or at least disputed space. So we came to assist. Yes, Ensign, keep an eye on that ship and let 234 know its current location and heading. Commander Tavem, you went through a lot of trouble to get this conversation. So what is it you would like to talk about? I believe that those that discussion would best be served in private. I would welcome you aboard, but I don't believe a Starfleet captain would uh, be so inclined to accept that offer. Given the introduction you made, 
know, quite frankly. Excellent. Shall we forego the discussion then? We well, always, I would. We can in, always meet again later. I would invite you on my ship, though I would make the same assumptions that you just made. Likewise, there are suites aboard Starbase 234 that would be far more suited for a more diplomatic discussion. Nothing so formal as all of that, Captain. Let us compromise, shall we? Shuttlecraft? Halfway between both ships? I believe you'll be interested in what I have to say. Can I get a read on this guy? Um, my half alien empathy, yeah. which only sometimes sort of maybe works on Romulans. Right. Um, yeah, you get a, a pretty he's definitely kind of smug at the moment. Um, he definitely, uh, he's definitely toying with the situation. Like he, he clearly knew what was going to happen here. Um, and yet he's pushing a lot of boundaries and he can, you can feel that he feels he's pushing some boundaries but kind of smugly and not necessarily arrogance. Um, there's definitely confidence there, but it's not to the point of, of like, um, ego, like megalomania or anything like that. It's, it's, um, a pretty more concise way to put this. Um, he's confident, but concerned if that, if that helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of ship is this? Uh, it's so a full. It's Deterix. one of the big new ones. No, no, it's mm-hmm. a normal Derridex class. Okay. I mean, a normal Derridex class. It's still way bigger than your ship. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and last question: Is there any uh, nice semi-habitable planets nearby? Um, there's the one on the map that I didn't uh, didn't put any thought into. Um, I'm gonna say probably not immediately in the area. Lambda Hydri, but I'd have to look at that one and then random other ones but i i mean that's all we need is a random other one yeah but i'm not really sure i i don't eh, I, i'm gonna Just say to, no i'm gonna say no at the moment sure. there are no inhabitable planets within a reasonable range well commander what's what party would you like to throw is this a small gathering between two commanders of their ships or are you looking for a larger audience? The information I have for you, Captain, is for you. I would suggest any trusted personnel, perhaps. I will bring my first officer. Perhaps you could whet my appetite a bit more commander you can understand this is a very unorthodox means of communicating between our two societies especially given everything that is going on in galactic politics at the moment i would absolutely agree galactic politics is a hobby of mine to whet your appetite. He looks around. Um, you get a, a sense that he's not really sure um, 
not really sure that he can. Uh, it's an emotion. You don't really get his thoughts. So, um, nervousness. There's a definite of nervousness as he's looking around the ship, which he then steals as he looks back to you. Um, I wish to discuss the. How do I put it? I'm trying to think of a good way to, to, to put it. Family matters. I have. I have relatives uh, that. Well. Let us put it that. Uh, some of my relatives are damn it, I can't think of a good way to put this without giving up too much away. <laughs> um, I have relatives who are uh, finding it difficult to keep in touch with their uh, with their friends afar. And your name has come up a few times. Also, I'm aware that you've come across a recent admiral. And I would like very much to discuss that situation. Well, I understand that Romulans place great value on their families as do many, most of the, the societies in the Federation. And of course, communication is key. I think that is all agreeable. You and your first officer, and myself and mine, I believe would be appropriate. I look forward uh, to seeing you shortly, Captain. Uh, who would, uh, yeah, I'll look over to Yesbeth. Ensign, find us a suitable location somewhere between us. There aren't any nearby habitable planets, Captain. Uh, if we'll take a shuttle. We'll simply float. Okay. Take a shuttle or a runabout or the or the uh I assume we're not like nose to nose. They no, decloaked no. a while off, right? Could we could we find some place generally between optimal firing range for both ships? Are they far enough for that? They're actually no, far enough. Out. Wild. They're actually far enough out that if you uh if you took a shuttle, you could almost park dead between the twos out of firing range. Almost even. Like you'd be at long range yeah. for both ships um if you went to almost the dead center. So let's go with that. All right. Taking a shuttle, the runabout, uh, the yacht. What are you going to do? Doesn't particularly matter a whole lot, but. Yeah, let, let's just take a runabout. The yacht is a whole thing. The whole thing. That, that might seem a bit presumptuous and or provocative. Sure. Uh, uh, but Ambrose is definitely putting a knife in his boot. Sure. 
Sure. Uh, are you going to contact your first officer? Are you going to have your first officer join you, I assume? Yes. Uh, as I stand, uh, I believe Mills would be next in line on the bridge. Yes. If I'm taking the first officer. Yeah. Mills, you have the con. Yes, sir. And I'll begin making my way. Commander Brooks, I would like you to meet me in the shuttle bay. I have an interesting first mission for you. You will be accompanying me on a meeting with my Romulan counterpart on a nearby ship. Yes, Yes, Captain, this will surely be a learning experience. I believe so. I'll be there shortly. All right. Anybody have a short scene they want to do before that? If not, we'll just go right to it. No. Nope. All right. The tense moment. Let's lean into the tenseness. Yeah. Right. Um, so you board ship um, and you head out to the rendezvous point um, where a similar sized Romulan shuttle has, uh, is there waiting, not cloaked. Um, ouch. Ow. All right. Um, after a few seconds, you receive a, a coded message that says uh, that they're ready to beam over. Okay, let's invite our new guests over. Uh, the the uh, the green energy and and distinctive hum of Romulan uh, uh, transporters um, is fills the cabin. Uh, as uh, they materialize, you see that the two of them uh, uh, are standing there in their standard, you know, uh, regalia. Uh, both have uh, their hand disruptors with them, as is pretty standard uh, on a Romulan ship. Um, not drawn, I assume. They're not they're drawn. Just, they're uh, in their holsters. Yeah. yeah, Ambrose definitely has his own phaser. Yeah. Um, with a quick up and down, you can also see that the first officer... Um, is a um, a very well-built, um, like, muscular woman who is almost graceful in her standing there. Um, she looks like she could probably do pretty good in a hand-to-hand fight if she were provoked to, and she is wearing a knife uh, on her side opposite of the, the disruptor. Um, it is an interesting looking knife. You've probably seen a couple of them throughout the course of your career. They're a ceremonial um, Romulan knife usually used primarily in like um, ancient ritual combats. They're not common aboard. They're not common to be seen, but you've probably seen a couple of them over the years. Um, the commander uh, looks at you and looks at the first officer and says, Captain, it's Excellent to be aboard Federation ship as he looks around. This is my first time. Well, it is too bad this is simply a shuttle. I suspect it's probably best. I'll be brief. I attempted to get your attention and gauge a few other glimmers of information with this in this incursion by the Packleds, who have I'd honestly been a pain in my side for some time. The fact that I haven't vaporized Ugek is... I would count that as a sign of 
It's a bit restraint on my part. Regardless, I needed to reach you. Let us start with Mendek. I suspect that he's been turned over Federation to Federation authorities. I'm not here to question your decision. Is it possible for you to get a message to Mr. Mendek, to Captain, to Admiral Mendek? I don't know why I said Captain, to, to Admiral Mendek. I would be willing to exchange information with you in order to prove that the message that I wish to send to him is not hostile towards the Federation's intentions. The Admiral still has friends. If the Admiral is indeed a guest of the Federation, I'm sure as a captain, that I could relay any message you wish to send. Of course, it would have to be properly screened. Hmm. Very well. I accept that. Me. Gestures to the first officer who hands you a hands uh, a data pad towards um, Brooks. You just take it. Discretion, Captain. It is a virtue. As for my second duty here, I have, on good authority. That if an associate of yours in the Romulan Star Empire is being moved, I have an obligation to provide you with some of that information. I do not. I am loath to give you too much. But the situation that we find ourselves in as the Empire, I feel as though. Regardless of how I feel, Oshari is being moved to a new location. You have a limited window if you wish to do anything about that. Your name, in particular, has been floated about. You are known to your enemies. Beyond that, I cannot provide you much. You wish this information, I will give it to you. However, once you cross into the neutral zone, once you cross the neutral zone, no amount of duty to Toshari or the Admiral can prevent me and my crew from doing what we must do. Do you understand me? I believe I do. I would not ask any differently from any other Starfleet captain. But if all of these names you drop and insinuations you make are forthright, as you said, discretion is a virtue. 
I think it would behoove both parties to aid each other as much as they can in that matter. I am already taking a great deal of risk, Captain. My, if you have... My duty to the Empire is not... Uh, my loyalty to the, to the Empire is not beyond reproach. I am not a king in my own castle. From our own analysis, from the analysis of your own people, your empire is starting to crumble. You get a, distinct, a, a distinctive sense of um, rebuke at that, but he doesn't say anything. He balks at the idea you can feel the, 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 the reflexive tension from saying that. As I said before, family is very important. If you have a vested interest, Federation may have a vested interest as well. I'll take what information you have. But if Toshiri is being moved quickly to someplace secure, I understand. The ships of the Romulan Star Empire will be on patrol. But if we had a better understanding of those patrols, we could more discreetly stay out of your way. The information I am able to provide you is in this pad. You will understand that it is encrypted. Your team will have to decrypt it. The best I can do is tell you to think back to your childhood memories. There is always a tune that sticks with us. Something that creeps its way back into our dreams from time to time. Sometimes that is the key to our greater understanding. cannot give you anything more. That is unfortunate, Commander. Perhaps at another time, when everything is far less tense, we could continue this conversation. I have a suspicion that it would be very interesting to get to know you. He smiles. If all goes according to plan, if, if all goes well, Captain. I suspect we will see each other a great deal more. And All good as well. And if things do not go according to plan, I know we will. Well, until that, until next time, Commander to them. He just kind of nods, looks at his first officer, she just nods, and they hit the button on their arm, the, the comm signal on their arm, and they beam out. Almost immediately from beaming out, the uh, Romulan ship cloaks and moves off. The Romulan yeah, we're going to do the same. Shuttle cloaks and moves off. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys head back to your ship. Um, they gave you Ooh, two data pads. Uh, 
Um, I, before I before I get to that, they gave you two data pads. One is um, it's written in code, but it's not a real complex code. It's not a it's not encrypted. Um, there's a lot of insinuation in it. You can kind of figure out what's going on in that. And that's the one to mend deck. Um, nothing in it seems particularly, which is a quick glance. Nothing seems particularly out of the ordinary. Um, the other one is pretty heavily encrypted uh, and not legible from first glances. So, uh, the second data pad, did he hand that one directly to me? Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and. There's not a lot of pockets on these space pajamas. I don't know. He'll stick it somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> throw it out in the middle of the chair somewhere it's fine yeah just like stick it what? under his leg or something what would um Eleanor have been able to gauge from like their body language and the way they were talking um because that's what she was kind of watching for while they were speaking right you'd gain that the first officer never really moved or said anything she didn't she stood almost almost um no like the have like a seen, bodyguard. Have you ever seen an honor guard stance? Like when mm-hmm. you're when they're like when they're moving through like doing the parade stances like that. She moved like that. Like, like she's extremely um extremely militant. Um mm-hmm. whereas he on their hand has kind of a slightly more relaxed. Um, but there's tension in his, there was tension in his body, like his upper body, his shoulders, um, and he was standing in a way that um didn't seem entirely comfortable, most more like a memory of the way he should be standing than uh, than a practiced thing. So uh, probably a little bit more. He's probably been at rank for a while um, and is not the rigid disciplinarian that his first officer certainly probably is. Um, but in both cases, neither one of them seemed to be um, guarded any more than you would expect a Romulan to be. Commander, mm-hmm. your thoughts. The one we were speaking to hasn't been out of here in quite some time. I get the impression that he's that he went out of his way to make this conversation as discreet for both sides as possible. Yes, it's discreet, but it's also quite the show. It always is with the Romulans. They love attention, don't they? I believe they love displaying their loathe of attention. I've met teenagers like that. you have any concerns you i i would imagine you heard a lot of insinuation that you have little context for yes and i would like to be filled in on that when you are able As much as I can. Another, I wouldn't expect anything more, Captain. But it looks like they gave us some homework as well, and she just kind of pats the pad that they were getting. 
her pad and then kind of gestures to where he tucked his. Let's get these back to the ship and get some experts on them. We'll want to act on this information quickly. Absolutely. Right. Anybody have anything back aboard ship or uh, we just you guys can dock and decide what you want to do from there? If nobody else has a short scene they want to do. Okay. So you guys get back aboard ship. Um, take it from there. Uh, let's see. Who do we give this homework to? I think, uh, I think communications would make sense. I agree. They do. Uh, they do. Decryption, probably. Uh, I I like uh, Tana and Yezbeth together again. I think that would make make sense. Sure, sound good. Okay. I assume you're giving them the one for Mendek, or are you giving yeah. them both? Okay. Uh, now I'm I'm going to give them the one for Mendek, and then I'm going to take a crack at my the specific one. one. Okay. All right. Um, Tana and uh, and Yezabeth, you guys are down in the uh, computer library, the access uh, data access terminals, which is basically where Eva is. Um, so I'm guessing that O'Connor is probably also in the area. She may not necessarily be helping you with the project, but um, as she is currently the primary liaison, or one of the primary liaisons um, to Eva in the absence of anyone else being assigned to it and um, Foxwell leaving. Um, so the three of you are down there. The two of you guys are working on the actual project. Um, go ahead and give me a quick roll. The roll would be. Hmm. I'm going to say it's reason and security. Um, and then any foci that you might have that would apply. Espionage might apply. Decryption would obviously apply. That kind of stuff. Computers? Computers. Yeah. Yeah, it would apply. Okay, so would that add on to the task roll? So the way that works is if you roll one of the two D20s, one of the two one of the D20s under the score of your skill, it counts as two successes rather than one. Um and the roll twenty figures that it factors it automatically as long as you click the mark that it, the check mark that says it's um focus uh, it, it's worth noting that the communications officer has the uh, role ability that when a task is attempted by the communications officers increased in difficulty because of unfamiliar language or encryption ignore that difficulty increase sure kendall did that answer your question yes about the okay. scale i mean what she mean <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. I know where Kendall's head was. Yeah. Or at least I suspect I know where Kendall's head was. <laughs> um, wanted to make sure that the answer was clear. Right. Yeah. So reason and security. Yes. Um, and then whoever I assume I assume you're doing the primary, and then you guys about to be doing the assist. Um, on the character sheet, I think you've already figured it out. But under dice roller, it says focus used. You click yes. So. All right, and the complication range is one, right? The complication range is one. All right. The difficulty forward. would have been higher but because of your uh you know abilities uh difficulty is two yes but this is no no help and you got a one um so 
I don't think we've covered this with you yet, so we'll go ahead and say now you can use momentum to roll additional dice. Um, it's one momentum for one additional die, two momentum for a, two additional momentum for one additional die, three additional momentum for a third additional die. If that makes any sense, it's an escalating cost. Um, okay. We didn't tell you before, so if you want to spend one, if you want to spend momentum now, I will let you. Um, you also have determination. Determination is a thing you can do as long as your value applies or you can challenge your value if you want to. That's a little more complicated. Um, but spending a determination basically gives you two. Uh, it, is, it is like having rolled a die that automatically rolled a one. So it's two successes, but it counts towards your total die pool that you can roll, which is, I think, five. Um, but that's more complicated. You probably don't need that moment. But if you want to spend okay. momentum, you certainly can. And if you have any... If you ever have any questions about how the rules work, feel free to ask them. We will, I will be happy to answer them. I will. Okay, so spending one moment gives you one additional die? Correct. Okay. And do I uncheck the focus? No. A zero. No. Okay. Um, so it takes you a little while. You guys get through, um, you guys can obviously role play how you want to, but you get through the majority of the document You've unencrypted it as the best you the best you can. You don't see anything in there that is um, a red flag. But you guys can role play how you want. Uh, well, uh, I think we're going through it, and Yezebeth uh, uh, can't make heads or tails of it. She doesn't know encryption, um, and she says these codes are insane i i'm they are i wouldn't really expect much less from romulans but you could see one of her eyes has kind of changed color as she's looking it over weird i haven't seen something like this before um, it, can i ask uh, a question your your eye it's uh Oh, oh, sorry to. It's fine. She kind of pulls back her hair and there's like a very thin scar that goes back to her ear. Oh, how did that happen? That is probably a story to be told. I would say over lunch, but I wouldn't recommend food for it. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Now that makes sense. I mean, I've, I've been through some stuff too. I've, Died th I've died three times. Jesus. Sorry, she wouldn't say Jesus. She's Bajoran. By the prophets. By the prophets. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, one of them was in, in my sleep. Uh, and the other one was of a seizure. And then I got thrown into an engine once. You're uh, a stubborn bastard, aren't you? Uh, well. I didn't survive. Uh, I, but you're here. Yeah, I'm a trill. Um, we have. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm, oh. I'm. I've been through. I've I've experienced several different lives, and well, they've all ended one way or another. Sorry. Okay. I know that's you're not good. quite the same. No, no, it's definitely. You lived through it. You remember it. You probably get like those weird sensory memories. So I tell you, I haven't been able to go back into that engine room. That was on this ship. 
Ow. Yeah. Luckily, uh, I've gotten... I went, I went there once and I almost had a panic attack. I talked to uh, O'Connor and uh, uh, we traded shifts. Yeah. I haven't been able to go, go back to the place that did this, so I can't really imagine you'd want to go back to the place that actually murdered you. Where was that? What happened? It was in a cave system on Bajor. Oh, I heard I heard something about spirits there. Is it true what they say? That they're haunted? She'll just smile at her. Wait, did you get the did a ghost give that to you? No. Oh. Okay, good. You had me worried there for a second. That's not to say they aren't haunted. Whew, spooky. All right. Or perhaps blessed. Um, I think O'Connor doing whatever she does, she has been doing, and pseudo listening, um, would break in. Can I take a look? Yeah. Toms aren't really my specialty either, but see what we can see. Um, so she will try to decrypt it. Um, and she has no focuses that right. will help. She's a xenobotanist. Right. Um, <laughs> you can go I'll try give, anyway. You can go ahead and give me a roll. Uh, I will say that the difficulty is back to its normal, which was three. But because they've yeah. already tried to go through it once, I'm going to say the complication range is uh, not. I'm just going to make the difficulty higher. So the difficulty will be four with the uh, with them having gone through it once because you don't really know what you're looking for, and you may. Um, yeah, I think that makes the most sense. So, okay. um, Eva can assist since Eva did not assist before. She should have assisted and didn't. Okay, and we actually have those three four moments. Yeah, four moments. Yeah. Yep. All right, I'm going to use one of those. Just one? Just one. Right. I had and two. Then, uh, and even though I, I already tried four, can I help her? Um, yeah, but I'm going to keep the difficulty the same. Okay. So it's at four? Difficulty is four. The ship and you are both assisting. I think. All right, so I roll one? Yeah, you roll one. The ship rolls one. That'll be communications and security for the ship. Ship is always focused, so the ship rolls. Oh, I probably rolled the wrong thing. What was I supposed to be rolling? We'll take yours. Reason and security. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, I need to roll that. Reroll that. I rolled reason and science. Oh, did you you roll two jacks? Sorry. Uh, Hang on a second. Yes, you should be rolling reason. You should have been rolling reason and security. That's a much better roll. I'll take that. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so that's one, two, three, four, five, six. Since Jack, you know, uh, quietly said that he, he didn't really roll. That wasn't really his role. Um, I, I was I was just testing things. Don't, don't worry about things it. Out, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, which beats difficulty by two. So you have two momentum that you can use for questions, or you can sort of save them if you want. Um, but yeah, you get through the encryption and you know that they're, um, 
there isn't, there still isn't any information that's particularly red flaggy as far as the Federation's like security goes, but there's definitely some information regarding like, um, you, you, you find some like allusions to, um, like, uh, fleet deployment and where Mendek might be able to reacquire a command kind of stuff. Um, uh, like some pretty, pretty heavy stuff. Okay. Um, you have two questions you can ask if you want to. Um, O'Connor knows very little about what is happening with any of this, so right. I will leave questions to Dahl. Because she's just like, look, here, um, he, he went wrong because this, this, this bit of code over here actually belongs there. But here you go. I fixed it. Yeah, it's definitely something where this person is trying to get Mendek back into Romulan territory and into a Romulan command, mm -hmm. which is obviously not something that, well, I mean, you guys don't know this, but for those of you later on listening, um, would obviously know is uh, not something that a person who was in prison would likely, you know, it would. I'm guessing whoever put him in prison would frown on that. <laughs> right. It looks like they're talking about a reward, not a punishment. Right. So what would he be in? This hmm. is clearly a clandestine situation. Right. So. Is there any other layers to this? Is there Are any? We, is this an obtain information momentum? Yes. Yeah. Would, what would... I have sensory replacement under Tana. Okay, which gives you an additional uh, momentum for obtaining information, I think, right? Mm -hmm. um, the character gains an artificial sense trait, which may be used normally. In addition, when the character is using obtain information and momentum spend, they may ask questions or be given information not normally available with organic senses. Right. Is there anything weird about the message that she might be able to attain by looking at it with her um, cybernetic eye? That's a good question. I had not thought that far ahead. Um, yes, I'm going to say there is. Um, and this would also answer you guys about the question, so I'm not going to take that one for you. Um, the, the, there's an additional layer of security in the, in the message where um, there's a repeating pattern of letters. Uh, the words are spaced in such a way that you wouldn't notice it. You don't notice it by reading, but your eye can pick up the, the pattern of letters that um, appears to be some kind of, uh, uh, it's a complex series of code, but it looks like it's probably, uh, maybe a, uh, what do they call them? Um, the codes that can take over ships. What are those called? Trojans? No, no. Um, the security command code basically for a, a, a ship. I can't remember. Really, he used it in Star Trek two and I can't remember what it is right now. Um, where you can, he can, he, Kirk sent the message across and was able to lower the reliance shields. Um, it's something like that. It, it's that kind of code, but it's clearly a Romulan code. I think command codes are the are what you're looking for. Yeah, it's close enough anyway. Would she be able to register that after her, like outside of subconsciously with her eye, or is it just? Yeah, something? no, you, you're you're between your eye and everything else. You put it together. Um, that, that that's there, that there is a code that looks like a, a command override code for a ship 
probably a Romulan ship. Um, as to which one it is, not really sure, but there's definitely a code there. Hmm. There's a command override code. What? In this that, doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. Not only if we're passing it off to another Romulan. Okay, well, the captain's definitely going to want to know about that. Yeah, just... Prefix code, that's what they called it. The Reliance Prefix Code. This is a prefix code for a Romulan ship. Yeah, prefix code. That's uh, dangerous information to be passing into your the hands of your enemy. Uh, my first yeah. husband would throw a fit if she thought a, a prefix code got anywhere near uh, enemy hands. I'm just going to kind of look at her. People don't usually expect me to see that kind of stuff. I don't think they expected us to recognize it was there. Wow. I mean, I guess you're our secret weapon then. Secrets are usually hard to keep. But, um... Yeah, um... I, I, yeah, I feel like there's there's nothing else to be gained there. I don't think. So, uh, what do you guys want to do next? You guys are kind of on. I, I have given you the information. It's kind of on you. Oh, well, you can do. Ambrose can be trying to solve out his plot while you guys are wrapping up what you're doing. Um, so Ambrose, it's pretty much the same role. Um, the uh, so it will be uh, reason and security. Um, you have the distinct advantage, though, of uh, I assume you understood what my what my what the key is. Yeah. Ambrose is going to uh, go over to his, he's going to go over to his computer desk and he's going to look up information on, uh, you know, Romulan culture. And he, he's done this search before, I believe, yeah. and pull up that file with uh, with the Romulan lullaby that he's heard before and he's going to uh he he's he's going to listen to that a few times but he's also going to uh like get it displayed on the computer mm -hmm. in uh in like the actual musician notes like if you were to play it out um i forget what that's called i'm not a musician um yeah the yeah uh, and then also have it broken down yeah, sheet music. That's it. Uh, and have it also broken down uh, in like wave pattern, like sound wave patterns and whatnot. And like sure. a mathematical. Um, representation. Mathematical representation sure. of, of the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, are you using Eva at all or, or kind of leaving her out of the picture? I'm going to keep privacy mode on for now. If if I can't figure it out, I might go with Eva or I might track down someone else. But for now, he's going to try this on his own. We'll okay. see if it works. Um, all right, go ahead and give me uh, the roll. Um, I'm going to say the difficulty is, since you're going through all of that work, I'm going to say the difficulty is three, um, which it would have been much higher. But because you're you're going through all the steps, um, Let's see, team dynamics, composure, uh, inspiration. I don't think any of those apply. Not really, no. Nope. 
I can't read your values from here because my, my boom arm is in the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think my, my values have any direct application. Uh, diversity overcomes adversity. Uh, respect must be given to be earned. The stars are full of wonder, the stuff of dreams and the stuff of nightmares and the Federation must be preserved at all cost. I don't think no, I added anything to that. No, I don't think any of those really apply. Um, so, uh, unfortunately without adding a specific new value, this system doesn't have a way to gamify relationships. No, not really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wish there was there was something I could get for Ambrose just being so determined to do this because of his connection with Toshiri, but I don't um, have it. I mean, you can, still, means you can so. still spend a determination regardless of it being tied to a value because of the situation that it's in. I would certainly allow that. What were you gonna say, Brian? I was just saying the way the the idea is that if you care about somebody, you're supposed to go put them in your value and then you could spend determination like that. Uh, I think it'd be worth doing. Like if you want to change your value on the fly, if you care about her that much, you should add that as a value. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. You could, you could add one. You don't necessarily have to change them. I don't know that there should be a limit on values <laughs> or within reason. There's not, should be, mm-hmm. should, shouldn't be a limit on values. If you had um, any of the, I mean, I'm certain you could add one because I'm sure you've gotten points that you haven't used. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll spend a determination mechanically. I don't know if it's necessary. It's only, it's only three. Not that I have a big yeah, dice pool. It, it just makes sense um, to use it. But I think it makes sense. Case. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to spend my determination for that, that one critical. I would like um, to see, you don't have to do it tonight, obviously, but I, I would like to see how you write that up. I think that could be an interesting, the way you write that value could be an interesting way to reflect on how that relationship actually is viewed by Ambrose. Okay. But, so my value can't just be Romulan girlfriend. <laughs> no, no. I want to, I want to see <laughs> yeah. how it's worded. Cause I think that would be All right. more interesting. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and I will also do my, uh, my staple move, which is giving you a threat for an extra dice. All right. I'll take it. I don't care that we have momentum. Yeah, you have like six momentum threat. at the moment, so. I don't care. Take a threat. I like it. Um, uh, any, any extra complication? Um, it's a pad. How complicated can it get? Yeah, no, yeah. and I'm trying to think if there's anything I would want to do to make it more complicated. Um, this yes, message will I'm self-destruct gonna, now. I'm going to spend the one you just gave me to increase the complication, um, and uh, I'm going to, I'm not, I'm going to tell you that if the complication, if you, if you get a complication, you're going to get your times wrong. So. Oh no, that is a complication. That's a complication. <laughs> okay. Uh, so complication range is now two. I'm rolling three dice. I spent my momentum. Uh, no focuses here. Right. Reason security you said, right? Yep. You only got to get one because you've got, All right. you've got, you spent your termination. So I got the There's one. There's your one. All right. Um, and no complications there, right? You said so. Nope. Um, all right. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Oh, well. Um, so you definitely get some information. Um, it looks like that she's going to be moved sometime in the next couple of weeks. You do have a direct date. I don't have it in front of me. It'll be sometime in an, in an upcoming session. Um, but you get a direct time um, and you get a direct path that they're going to be traveling to. Um, so you can, if you want to set up like a, a any kind of like, ambush along the way you have the route that the ships are planning on taking you have the defensive capabilities of the f- ships that are taking her it looks like it's going to be two warbirds um and then a couple of smaller ships that are 
uh, like reconnaissance type ships. Um, they're not, they're probably like size three ships. Um, and then you have two warbirds, which are the bigger warbirds, the newer, modern, more modern warbirds. Um, uh, the, the, the brand spanking new ones we the, saw before, the Valdors. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, two of those plus three smaller ships. Um, as escort, they will be under cloak. They'll be in these in this area, um, and you can you can go through and and figure out you know you can plot it out where it's all going. And it uses um, just as a because you went through all the work. Um, it actually uses um, a color coding coordination that uh, deals with the the rule of fifths in, in music, where the music is is the the twelve notes are shifted and then color coded and then shifted back, um, which is something that it took you a while to figure out, but you managed to do it. Um, and then it, that color coding gave you the, the rest of the signals that you needed. Um, the rest of the information you needed to be able to get everything through, um, color coded is the wrong word, but you know what I mean? It is coded in a way that you shift the 12 letters, pair them and then the, the, and then shift them back. The key, the key. Yeah. Um, so that was an interesting way to, 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 uh, a very unique way of doing uh, an encryption that you hadn't really seen before but it's pretty, pretty effective. Um, and distinctly unique to this situation. Like it is absolutely the tied to that. Uh, yeah. Nobody would have been able to decrypt this without knowing about the all. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is, is there, I'm going to ask the same question that Kendall did. Is there anything interesting below this? Is there a, a little projection? Uh, Captain Ambrose, you're my only hope. Does a little Leia pop out? Um, <laughs> um, there is not. However, um, this doesn't appear to have been written by her. Okay. Um, it the the way. Sorry, the, did you say it does or does doesn't? not appear to have been written okay. by her? But it, it is okay. clearly using information that only she would know. Um, something maybe perhaps she was relaying information to someone else or someone that is very close to her is part of the situation, that kind of thing. Um, it's not directly written by her, but there's definitely um, a sense of desperation in the writing of the, of the information. Like it is, it is a verbose amount of information clearly defined to, to do something um, like unquestionably, like you need to go here and do this thing because we can't kind of thing. I wish I'd thought about doing the, the underlying thing earlier and I had written a message, but I did not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to take all that information and, and like manually type it over into its own pad. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, who's got anything else? Uh, you guys are taking the information to the captain, does it, but does anybody have anything to do before that? Um, Yazabeth is in the process of doing stuff, so having her go to the other thing would not be working out. Um, Tong, Koba, Silva, anybody else have anything they want to bring up? Silva still hasn't taken them to the captain yet. Yeah, uh, we should do that if you'd like. Sure. You want to take it to the captain or the first uh, officer? Would, would Silva, um, and we don't, we don't need to do the scene, but I'm just asking, would Silva talk to Tong about uh, Thomas popping up? That's a good question. She'd almost be worried. I think she'd almost be worried that she'd be getting him involved because in, she fully expects retaliation from Thomas for for this. At least if she doesn't involve Tom, uh, 
he won't get caught in the crossfire. Well, I, I believe he insinuated, what I took from his his talk to you was he was insinuating that you, he said you had information uh, that would go to intelligence. And I took that to mean the info on Tong's pad. Which he may or may not be sure you have. So Yeah, I I I think we were just talking about the information we got from the Admiral. Sure. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so no, she's gonna bypass Tong. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna involve him with exposing this guy. Sure. Uh, like Tong is, she is expecting retaliation, and she doesn't want to involve Tong in this. Uh, so, uh, so the yeah, question goes to: Are you gonna go to the captain, or are you gonna go to the XO? She's gonna bypass the XO. She doesn't trust the XO yet. Uh, Look, Silva's Silva's sure. That's Silva's a, sure. Silva's sure you're nice. She is not sure you're not working with Thomas. I, I think Silva just volunteered to be the next person in the on the chair, though. <laughs> uh, uh, in the in the analyzing chair. So sure. Silva, you go to the bridge. Um, Captain is in his in his ready room at the moment. Um, the XO and company are on the bridge, also doing you know whatever it is they do when they're not doing anything particular um and uh head straight over to the captain's ready room and push the button and the little chirp goes off in ambrose's room uh enter she'll walk in and as soon as the door closes behind her she'll pull out her tricorder and she'll just begin scanning and she'll uh, i want to talk to you about the duty rosters uh you know now I I appreciate you letting me transfer into intelligence, but you know you've got me on helm. And then as soon as she's relatively sure that there's no uh, tracking devices or listening devices here, uh, she'll she'll go. Um, never mind about all that. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about a visitor we had last night. Uh, one this was who, any other week, Lieutenant. I've. <sighs> I don't know about you, but I'm growing more paranoid by the day. Guess who visited me in my quarters in the middle of the night? Uh, Lieutenant Thomas. She does air quotes. Lieutenant Thomas. Lieutenant Thomas. She does air quotes about the whole thing. Uh, Remind me, does Ambrose know about Thomas? His name might have been tossed out in the debriefing we had his name yeah. was in the debriefing for sure okay because he did we come aboard he did did he come aboard ship he did not come aboard ship but he wasn't no. debriefing. no okay uh thomas i believe you or tong mentioned a thomas on this yeah. mission you were just on yeah he, 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 he we got separated on the planet and we made the escape and he didn't, but he found his way aboard ship. I don't know how. That is troubling. You're telling me. Worse, he, he was hitting on me. Kind uh, of. <laughs> Eva, I would like you to do a diagnostic on our transporter logs, shields, transporter bay logs, and internal crew sensors. There is a gap in my internal crew sensors for Lieutenant Silva's quarters between the times of, and she gives the two times, which is pretty much exactly. Who has the, Eva, who has the authority to create such a gap? The ability, the authority or the ability? 
The authority resides with the captain and the chief engineer, as well as the first officer. The ability would be several, several engineers, including Tong, uh, Lieutenant Tong, um, and she names off a couple other ones. Um, however, I do not believe that any of them have access to my systems recently in that, in that capacity. It appears to have been an outside interference. The only, one who, could, the only one who could have code of that, of that variety would either be Dr. Foxwell or Dr. Maddox. Or Lieutenant Shabaraneva. Is that code malleable? Can you change that? I will endeavor to. She'll look pointedly at him. How? What do you? What do you think of this new XL? That is an interesting question coming from a lieutenant, but I believe I understand your meaning. I've heard good things about her. She comes highly recommended by Admiral Aralani, who is somebody I respect on the Admiralty Board. Look, I, I did a bit of digging. I found this Ensign. I believe he's actually Thomas. There's a gap in his history. You can see right here, and she'll bring up his jacket and point it out, and she'll say, maybe you should look into the XO, see if there's anything like this. These records are nine years out of date yeah it's kind of weird he just disappeared out out of the service and i can't even find a registered homeworld well intelligence from what i understand does have its means of counterintelligence this could simply be that I can look into it as much as I can, but there are times when Starfleet intelligence goes above and beyond captain's rank. I'll tell you, Captain, there's something in my gut that tells me that this guy's not uh, Starfleet intelligence. If he was, he would have told me. There are more appropriate protocols to go through than what you described on your last mission. Thank you for bringing this to me. I'll look into it. Do you believe this is a direct, imminent threat to yourself, the ship, our mission, recent events? He didn't say anything that made me believe that he meant us harm. But the fact that he, the fact that that could, that could change is what worries me. And the fact that he has access to our systems beyond what even you can access, that's a problem. Yes, we'll have to look into securing Eva's command codes a bit better. Be time for some more security drills. I wouldn't recommend that. If he gets wind that I told, if he gets rec, if he finds out we've heightened security because of intruders, he might uh, get that. He might th think we're onto him. Maybe it's better if we keep things the way they are, and, but change it so that we were aware of what he's doing. 
I don't like leaving holes in the wall unpatched. It's your call, Captain, but uh, that's what I'd do. We'll see if we can find a way to at least monitor these systems better. Yeah. Under advisement. Well, that's it. Can I can I have permission to tell Ensign Tong about this? We were partners in in everything we did, and it feels wrong to keep this from him, but I'm also worried that this could splash back on him. I believe that is a, a determination you need to make. He was part of the away team. I would assume he has the clearance necessary for any information you would have. Remember, I was brought onto this after you were. Clearance is one thing, Captain, but we don't know anything. We don't know what his authority is. As far as we can tell, he simply walk. He simply walks into the joint and says he's in, and says he's in charge. I don't. I don't think he's got any legitimate authority. The means he used could belay that. I agree. Tong is a capable officer, and as you said, he was a partner with you in this. If you trust him and you trust in his ability, bring him on. But you're playing your own suspicion here. One I can agree with, and I'll do he what might, I can. He might go to Tong next. What if we set up a trap for him? We could do that. Loop him in. We'll get... Uh, we'll have better surveillance running on our internal sensors and see if we can... at least determine when and how this is happening. Yeah, that sounds great. All right. And what about, what do you want to do about the, our new executive officer? In what capacity? She is a Starfleet commander assigned here as our executive officer. I mean, trust but verify, Captain. Trust but verify. I've done my due diligence. All right. All right. If you say so. Believe me, it will take some time for her to acclimate herself aboard ship and all of our crew. We all have our transitioning periods. It wasn't that long ago we had the, our bartender turned out to be a Romulan spy. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry if I'm sounding paranoid, Captain, but you gotta admit it's warranted. As I said, Lieutenant, any other week, it would sound paranoid. But there have been a lot of clandestine conversations recently, a lot of hushed tones and insinuations. Right. Yeah, 
Okay. I need to go change the locks on my quarters. Back in the Maquis, remind me, what was your specialty? Smuggling. I moved weapons from, well, anywhere we could get them to the colonies. I imagine that required a fairly detailed knowledge of sensors, how to detect them and avoid them. Mostly how to avoid them, but yeah. As you said, bring Tong, bring Lieutenant Tong in on this, work with him, and put together a small list of personnel you think would be helpful in this endeavor. And ones we can trust, right? Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. You got it, Captain. Give me apprised. She'll go to the door and she'll say, uh, have you spoken with Chissa about our, our shift king? She's been taking up all the shuttle, all the simulator time. We'll work on schedules as the need arises, Lieutenant Dismissed. She'll walk out and she'll just, she'll just go. Can, can't believe it. She'll just walk off, making it look like she had a frustrating conversation with the captain. Sure. All right. Um, about Love that it. time, what's that? Love it. Yeah. Um, just to keep the pressure on the captain right now, because uh, we have another group of people coming in. <laughs> um, Yezabeth and uh, Tana. Tana and I'm maybe O'Connor. Probably yeah. O'Connor since she helped. Uh, I think O'Connor can be there rather than Yezabeth, to be honest. But yeah. uh, uh, she was more. Uh, Yezabeth will be better though. I want to be in the scene. I think Yezabeth would would uh, would uh, propose that, and O'Connor would stare at her like a deer in the headlights. <laughs> <laughs> you should come. Oh God, dude! I don't want to talk to the captain. It's scary. Well, you push each other forward until I've never been to the principal's office before. I know I'm not in trouble, but no, <laughs> it don't exist. Um, hang on one second. Um, click here. Um, so the three of you uh, also walk onto the bridge. Um, are you going to go to the XO or are you going to bypass the XO and go to the captain? Do you want me to play two characters in one scene? Really, oh, it's more true. of a, I suspect they're going to bypass you anyway. So. Yeah, probably. O'Connor would probably argue for chain of command, but maybe the XO's off duty at the moment. So mm-hmm. walk onto the bridge. Yeah. That was weird. Um, all right. So you guys, uh, <laughs> you guys go onto the bridge. Uh, and the XO is, is uh, tending to something uh, at one of their consoles uh, as you head up to the captain's ready room. You passed uh, um, Silva as she was a- on entering the uh, triple lift that you guys were exiting. Because um, there's nothing like having that awkward moment where Silva and Yezabeth sound exactly the same for five seconds. Um, but you arrive at the captain's ready room and Ambrose, as you're getting back to a little bit more of your work, it, uh, the the door chimes again. Enter. 
door slides open and the three of them are standing there. We uh, have the report. She'll raise the data pad. We have the the, the thing. Of course. We, uh, we found something underneath the uh, message. Yeah, you guys step in and close the door. Mm-hmm. What did you find? What was it called again? The pre-what? The prefix code. There was a prefix code underneath the message for a Romulan ship. That's incredibly sensitive information. Who else knows mm-hmm. about this? Just Eva. us. And Eva. Is this no. the only copy? The original? Yes, sir. Yes. I'll take it. Know that we don't know it's the actual one. Could be a we trap. Don't know. And we don't know what ship there. It looks like they are trying to reward him for prison time. If I'm remembering that correctly. That's a that's an interpretation. Yeah. It, it may also it, it it does read a lot like um now that you're free, we need you back here. There's a fleet over here that you might be able to get command of kind of thing. They're looking to give him the command now that he's free. Now that he's free. Yes. There's a lot of tension and a lot of turmoil in the Romulan Star Empire at the moment. I believe there are at least two different factions that are moving their own pieces on the on the board. It looks like Mendex's side just got a new just got a new piece on that board. I think we're one of those pieces, Captain. We certainly are. <laughs> well, this information is bound for Admiral Mendek. Uh, I will take a look through it myself, but it does not seem that you've noticed any red flags. No, sir. Any danger to the Federation? Not unless you count uh, the possible traps. Well, they would know that we were taking a look at the information on this pad, sneaking sensitive information in like this could bait us into acting on it. Yes, but they may probably weren't aware that someone could see it. It's going to blink and one of our eyes is just going to change color to that kind of just looks like a lighter shade than our normal eyes are. She blink again and her eyes are going to go back to that dark color. This is something that would be in her medical file. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. It also wouldn't be entirely dissimilar to something that you have. Mm-hmm. 
they probably didn't anticipate us looking that closely at it. Regardless, this is important enough information that we simply cannot choose to ignore. Believe me, believe me, Ensign, I am always wary of things jumping out from the darkness. We also got their patrol route, or where they'll be taking her. Um, no, those were those were two different. I believe those were two different pads. You're right. I'm, yeah, those are two different pads. Yeah, that's... I, I believe you got information. I I believe you did actually get information on the the fleet and maybe even the ship for this command code. A location uh, of a fleet. Location uh, of a fleet, but, but you're not, not certain ship what directly. ship it is. Yeah, okay. that okay. is probably something Mendek would know. But generally, deploying like there, there is this fleet here now. We're at this time. Go there and take command. Pretty much, yeah. Take command. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Gain yourself some command. Yes. Good work. Uh, I will. I'll pass this along to Starbase Two Three Four and the Admiral. Thanks, Captain. O'Connor, yes, you were part of this team. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Part of it, she actually did the whole thing herself. I mean, never mind. I just showed them the, the piece. They had a piece of code back there. That was it. They, they got most of it. Just had to fix the one little part. Good work. Thank you, sir. If there's nothing else? No. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dismissed. All right. And off they go, unless one of them's going to, unless someone's staying behind. Uh-uh. After they get into the turbo lift, he has a will go. It's the eye. It's creepy, right? What's creepy? Rude. I mean, not yours. I mean, his. It's just... I don't... I, he's, he's such an intimidating presence. Like, I... You ever looked into a captain's eyes? Dull, lifeless <laughs> eyes. Like a doll's oh. eyes. <laughs> no one's gonna get that reference, but alright. <sighs> So, <laughs> I, like, I like that. I am sure you've seen weirder. She just looks at you the I'm sure you've seen much scarier eyes. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I saw him break that guy's arm once. <laughs> I do. Look, I've seen the captain do some gnarly stuff. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have anything other, any other scenes you want to throw out there before we call it a night? Since tomorrow is a work day for me. Ah, oh, it's mm-hmm. that time already. It's pretty close. It I got a few more minutes if you guys want to do something else, but I... not unless you want to do another therapy session. Yeah, do we want to do another uh, work session? That's up to you guys. We could do one. Well, one thing I think I might want to get 
I think we should uh, get started. Maybe it's just not the right time narratively, but I think we should. I think Kendall should speak with uh, Brooks regarding the incident with Jusa. Um, sure, that's not a half bad one to do. We could uh-huh. close out on that. Let's go ahead and do that. Um, this would probably be a first officer thing and not a uh, not a therapy session thing. Yeah. So let's say that this is uh, uh, during a few uh, at some point during uh, Brooks's day, uh, normal shift duty where you are in your office, probably doing uh, crew rotation and crew evaluation, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the, the day-to-day ship uh, management and logistics that you, that is your job by definition. Um, not Jisa. Jisa is the wrong one. We want Kendall, not Jisa. It's about Jisa. Um, when uh, um, you see on your schedule that the um, Ensign Onet has uh, has blocked out some time, for, has, has requested to block out some time for you, with you. Said he had an open office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, she'll come by the XO's office. And do you have... Uh, Commander Brooks, do you have a moment? Yes, please, sit. What can I help you with? I wanted to speak with you about, well, there's been an ongoing incident on the ship, and things are only getting worse. With who? Um, uh, Jissa Shajin, the, the flight officer for the fighter squadron. Um, we've, we had a run-in on, in the, in the, when we were searching for the Bellerophon, we got stranded in the Delta Quadrant through a wormhole. Uh, there was some disagreement about what we should be doing. I was in charge of the, I was in charge of the away team, uh, just agreed with, or disagreed with, uh, uh, how, I believed we should handle things. So, well, she drew a phaser as I was as I was going to carry out what I thought was best for the mission. Shot me with it, stunned me, and then brought me back onto the ship. Have there been any disciplinary ma- actions taken? No, that's why I'm coming to you. How long ago was this? Oh, six started to go. I don't know. <laughs> Anywhere between last week and three months ago. Yeah, uh, it was roughly probably a month ago or so, maybe a month and a half. Yeah. And things have only gotten more tense on the ship. We we almost had another fight during Koba's party. It is a small ship. I look. I'm not wanting to get anybody in trouble, but I don't know if I can continue serving on a ship where. No, she needs to be in trouble to learn from what she has done wrong. You understand that, correct? I, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what I was hoping you would say. I will need to speak with her. Yeah, of course. 
Is there anything else you can tell me about this incident? She did end up doing what was right. Like, we ended up getting off the planet. Did the ends justify the meat? I don't know. I don't know. I, I still feel like... I still feel like we could have found what we needed. The planet was abandoned, and I was going to go search for spare parts. Um, maybe that could have worked. Maybe it wouldn't have. I don't know. But we ended up getting off the planet. But things have been tense ever since, and I don't think they're going to get any better. Okay. And you believe that if she continues to serve on this ship, you will not be able to. Yeah. I, I never would have dreamed she would have shot me. Were you... Let me see. Do you think she might have believed you were standing in the way of both of your own survival? I guess I don't know. I I don't have em, I don't have empathy anymore. I can't tell what people are what how they feel about things. Not not the betas that way, at least. So. You don't need to to be able to. When people go into a survival nature to be able to help themselves and help the person around them, it's not always pretty or nice. So I'm wondering if she looked less, sorry, word. Let me see. I'm asking you. You think she did what she thought was best, or she did that because she didn't like what you were doing? If if it had just been that incident, I would have thought the former. But she's continued to antagonize me. And I'll admit I probably haven't been the friendliest friendly. Uh, I I admit I, that I probably haven't been super. She hasn't been exactly been my best friend since. But uh, you'd have to ask her what her motivations were. I will. Thank you for bringing me this. Thank you for looking into it. It's. I, it was so hard to bring it up to mom. Bring it to mom. Now, if you would like me to take off, put on my counselor hat. Uh, have other thoughts about this. Oh well, uh, your counselor hat, huh? Uh, well, um, uh. Um, I, you know, my shift, I do, I am expected back uh, on deck 13. You did book me for an hour. 
right. But if you'd like to get back to work, I can let you run off. Uh, she will do just that. She will scamper away. Uh, yeah, um, I, I do need to get back to work. She won't go after her. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? She won't? She won't go after her. Right, it's going right. to get her later for her psychological evaluation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edgling mandatory psychological evaluation. <laughs> yeah, I admit that, that they're all. <laughs> <laughs> this is a ship of kooks. This right. is a ship. Ship of trauma. <laughs> yeah, there may be some damage. All right, let's go ahead and end it there for the night. Uh, I like the idea of follow up with Jisa, but I think that is something for another session. Oh, yeah. So, I just don't want it to get lost. Yeah, like no. all of my other scenes I want to happen in the past three or forever sessions. Um, I'm, putting it in I'm asking for it. <laughs> follow up on rampant shooting. <laughs> in the notes <laughs> if, if you if you want to call it rampant shooting Jesus has a lot more people she wants to shoot <laughs> uh, I figured this was just the start so I mean, yeah, but I'm going down wait for the exo to start her evaluation to just shoot her <laughs> I gotta say I'm kind of super glad that uh, that somebody who was not involved in the scene at all is the one who's going to be making the decision yep. yeah, of the yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. All right. Let's go with what moment stands out most to you this evening. I thought everybody had some good moments. I thought the role playing was really good tonight. Uh, yeah. The pacing it was a short too episode, bad. but it was a good one. Yeah, it had to be short because you know is what it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody have a moment specifically or no? I, I really like. Oh, go ahead, Ray. I really like Tanasol's eye. That was a good uh, fact. Uh, uh-huh. It was a good affectation, and uh, I liked it. Thank you. I yeah. have fun bringing that out. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I liked the um, encrypted messages, both in the facing out in the coding and in the sheet music. Yeah, I really liked the going through and thinking about all the different ways that you can analyze music mathematically and and waveform and everything else. I thought that was really, uh, I thought that was good. Uh-huh. Definitely a Shadowrun player. <laughs> Ambrose says thinking about how this mu- I have been thinking about how I could use this music in in a way like that for months now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably be yeah. Uh anybody else have a moment? Uh, uh Jack or, or Kendall, you got anything? Um I really liked the um session that she had with Dasavi at the beginning. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. There's a lot, a lot going on there in that session. I get into into Dasavi's feels. Today. Yeah. Um, the only thing that concerns me about those scenes, I think they're really good. They, but they are one of those things like we could do full, full gaming sessions of just, just analyzing characters. Um, right. so there's a lot to go through. <laughs> but I, I really did like that. Um, I'm not sure how to ask this question, but I want to do it. It's a question we haven't done in a while, but who best embodied their character? It really is who, which character I think was best embodied tonight. Um, I really thought that, um, I thought that 
I mean, really, honestly, the XO, because we don't know much about her. So we got to see a lot uh-huh. about this new character. And I think that was a really well embodied character. There was a lot of things going on there. Um, but I think I would actually give that probably to Tana. Um, I think we got the most development out of that character as far as the eye. And there's clearly some kind of trauma there with that, a mental trauma with that. I mean, um, so I think that's probably the character that I would have chosen tonight. Yeah, Tana Tana's really interesting. Does anybody else have a character? And if they do, why? Um, I really liked uh what um Jack did with uh the music and like his the fact that his feelings for uh the Romulan, um uh, whose name slips away from me at the moment. The uh, Romulan. To, yeah. Just the Romulan. Uh, no, I really like that. I really like that. His, I really like that his feelings are kind of getting in the way of the situation. And I thought you did a really good job of like letting letting them get in the way, yeah. but in an interesting way. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. Abigail, yeah, I'd, I've ahead. had a lot of fun with Ambrose tonight. I'm it's it. I'm having I'm having a hard time stepping back out of Ambrose' brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that can be a it can be a challenge sometimes. <laughs> Um, all right. I really um, like Tula. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anything particular about the way the character was portrayed? Um I like how accurately she's I like the par- paranoia and just instant and not the instant trusting of a new person on ship. Mm-hmm. Because trust uh, is earned. I I like the conflating Thomas and the new XO. I like that uh yeah. that twist. It's nice. Yep. Like that, and weirdly, I like the 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 strange little ADHD moment at the end of that conversation. Like, I know we just had this super serious conversation about espionage, but also, hey, what about the schedules? Right, but see, that I think is mostly I like that. I like that moment because it's it's clearly uh, Silva and mostly Silva trying to mask why she was there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, yeah. That- Exactly. I, I didn't take that as an ADH moment. Hey, what about this too? That was clearly speaking in code and deflating the yeah. situation for observing audiences. I, I like it that way. I mean, I could certainly see it being perceived as an ADH moment because <laughs> that's pretty much how my brain works. But um, yeah. yeah, I liked that. Um, let's wrap it up with uh, what, if you could change one thing about the session, what would it be? For me, uh, I have three things. Um, two are with the encrypted messages. I wish I had thought sooner ahead of the, 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 uh, layers upon layers thing. Although I thought the prefix code was a good, a good ad. Um, I wish I had thought ahead early enough to actually have written out a message from Toshiri to the captain. I did not think of that. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I wish I had been able to, to have a better portrayal of the Romulan commander, the, the, uh, the Romulan commander before getting to the shuttlecraft. I think I didn't really convey his, uh, his personality. personality very well. Like, I think I didn't have it worded out well enough. I, I hadn't thought ahead as to what I should have, what insinuations I should have made. I didn't have my double speak, um, really well planned out for that one. And I, I think I failed on that front, but it turned out okay. So not that bad, but who else has got something they would like to change about the session? Mine is less what thing I'd like to change and more thing I would like to see in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to see uh, the captain want to talk with somebody about how he's feeling about Toshiri. Um, like, 
you know, I, I get that he's the captain that has a lot on his mind, but like, th- talk to somebody about that. That'd be so fun for to for you to do. We could have a counselor. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying now that Dasavi is no longer the XO, that opens up Dasavi as a confidant. Um, mm-hmm. So that's possibly too. Possibly, yeah. Ambrose doesn't really have like Picard had uh, Crusher that he would always go to. Uh, and and speak in confidence with sometimes even Riker, but I don't feel like Ambrose really has a a personal connection outside of captain to subordinate that we've seen on this ship. And it would be interesting to find one. I don't know. I think we've talked a little bit about we've explored a little bit of the the Dasavi and the captain um, with her having saved him and everything else. Like you definitely have some kind of history there that we haven't explored real deeply, but it, mm-hmm. it feels like there's been something there that we just haven't seen yet like maybe there's something yeah. happening off screen that we just haven't really gotten to yet so i think it wouldn't be out of the question for that one and this is definitely an opportunity to like add those layers yeah. you know the thought mm-hmm. just something to think about anybody else have anything that would change about the session uh so i i i will say uh and this this might be my own gm nitpicking uh it felt like we kind of doubled down on the mendek decrypting mendex pad because we kind of failed that first roll yeah i'm not sure it really made sense for the botanist to come in and be like hey you you missed this highly sophisticated code here yeah um so i don't know if that was because necessary information was locked behind a failed roll because i know that's always a, a, a problem for sure. for gming uh, uh i don't or, know necessary information because you really... guys get information didn't matter one way or the other i that's why i didn't really mind making the role again either because it's not information you necessarily needed but it does so getting that information does add credibility to the romulans who gave you the other data Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the reason I went ahead and allowed it. Um, yeah, it was definitely super helpful information. I just yeah. don't really know why the botanist got it. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way the rules. I, I put it more yep. on Eva. <laughs> she, your fluke on the rule, because really, because I hadn't reset my my roll. So initially, she'd only gotten two successes, and by sheer luck of the dice, got four at a significantly lower set of of skills and attributes. Yeah. I get where you're going with it, though. Like, it certainly is not a role that normally should have been allowed. Um, but I think it added some. I think it. I think having the information added more to the scene than not having the information, even though in neither case was it essential to the story. So, it I could agree, also. Though. It could also have been a good opportunity for like success at cost. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's true. I always forget about success at a cost. Yeah, um, yeah. I I like that the information was given i i just i just feel like it was a it was a moment where gaming the system trumped over narrative reason sure sure to me Uh, i don't i don't disagree it's definitely an interpretation of the scene um like i said i didn't feel it meant that much so i didn't really worry too much about it but you're not wrong um anybody else got anything Uh, have you had a a scrunched up face for a minute there i don't know if you had anything something did you um Go ahead. No, I think I'd change. I, was, I think my scrunch up face would have been was um, just thinking more longer term. And this is not at all the intention of the scene, but a uh, result of it is it gives 
O'Connor a place or gives me a place to start to change O'Connor's confidence. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, if we can make something come of a bad role of, of not a bad role, but a, um, a role uh, that doesn't make a ton of sense, then hmm. I'm sure I'm for it. Nope. You should find a way to bring O'Connor in more. Maybe, maybe appropriately. she yeah. Maybe she can get a mentor character, somebody to. That's just a thought. Yeah, there's all kinds of. We can talk about it. Uh, Kendall, did you have anything you wanted to, to add that was uh, that you would change about the session? No, I felt it was pretty good. Okay. Cool. Well, I don't have anything else. Um, it has been a fun session, I thought, anyways. Um, it was a lot of role playing. There was a little bit of some tension there, a couple, a couple spots. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing more of the pack leads because, uh, you know, they're not done. Sure. Um, That's my one thing. I want to see more Ugek, which is ridiculous. He's nothing but entertainment for me. But <laughs> he I, I was. I was thinking the same thing uh, to them was like, can we just vaporize this idiot? Like, just... <laughs> uh, in that particular instance, Taven was using Ugek for uh, for his own ends. I, uh, I won't report this to Starfleet. If you don't report it to the Empire, let's just blow up the ship while they're leaving and be done with this oh. stupid pack lifts. <laughs> we could track him down for having a legal carbon device. Hell, we could get rid of we could get rid of the Ferengi too. Let's just erase this whole situation. <laughs> you know, like Lupec, We're both done with Lupec. it. Lupek hates you with so much passion it's for no great. reason. I'd love I that. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I personal safety. Well, I mean, you guys were the ones that talked to him last time. So he's like, where are Hello. you? <laughs> Hello. I'm not done with Lupek yet. Uh, maybe Bro will come back and kill Lupek for you. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's worse. <laughs> I do know what's worse. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. Um, all right. I don't have anything else for this session. Um, again, if you want to, if you enjoy the show and, you know, you want to support us, you can do so on Patreon. You can also do so just by sharing this with other people. Um, we've had a lot of people coming on the show uh, in the chat lately. I really enjoy talking to people. Um, I want to thank, uh, we had a new subscriber today. Um, Can she Artista. Yep. Thank you for subscribing to the show or following Studio Tembo. Um, welcome. And uh, I had other things I was going to say, but my brain just totally ranked on me. So uh, check us out all the places, Studio Tembo. You can also find us on uh, uh, Discord. Join us there. I'm on TikTok and all the other places. Um, I don't have anything else to, to go with. So, uh, everybody say good night and we'll call it a night. Night. Night.